If you want to brush up on your Constitution, then join Michael Conley every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. for the show Our Constitution on AmericasWebRadio.com. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Well, good afternoon, everyone. It's uh, good to be with you again. I apologize for not doing a show for the last couple of weeks. But as some of you know, and particularly those who follow my blog or follow me on Facebook, I I live in a a small ranch that we bought about four years ago outside of Canton, Texas. And we have had a nice house and a nice piece of property, beautiful trees all around, and a big pasture. And uh, back on April 29th, Saturday night, a little over two weeks ago, Nine tornadoes entered Van Zandt County, the county where we live. And we live right outside of the little town of Canton, Texas, in the county. Five of those tornadoes, or seven of them actually touched down. Five were on the ground at the same time. Of those five, there was two what they call F-Zeros, very small tornadoes. There was a Category 3, or an F-3, an F-4, and an F-5. F-5 is one of the most powerful storms that can occur. The F-5 made a direct hit on our property. We made it to our safe room in time, which is inside of our house, and I did something that I was taught by my grandfather, which I was told later probably saved our house. I opened the windows when I saw the, the storm coming. And when it was all over, the devastation from that F5 tornado was unbelievable. It actually stayed on the ground for 51 miles. It took out a lot of homes in the Canton area. It took out the little town of Fruitvale, which is northeast of us, destroyed it entirely, and did untold damage. We got hit pretty hard. We uh, obviously survived, and for that, we are blessed because there were four people killed and close to 100, I understand, injured in this tornado or in a series of tornadoes. Because like I said, there were five of them on the ground at the same time. And uh, we got hit by the major one. We uh, lost my pickup truck, which one of our big trees came down and cut the truck in half. It just broke it in half. We lost one of our other two cars which was uh, so badly damaged it had to be totaled. We, my six-car garage, which is enclosed uh, with electric doors and which I use primarily to store my uh, equipment, uh, like my mowers and tractor and, and chainsaw and that sort of thing, that was totaled. Uh, it was blown apart, essentially. And we're still digging through the rubble there because there was a lot of family heirlooms and that sort of thing stored out in, in that area. We had a uh, we have a six six hundred square foot covered patio, and I had two very nice barbecue grills on the patio. Uh, one of which, the smaller one, we found crumpled into just a little piece of metal uh, back on the back part of our property, and the. Uh, other one we found up wrapped around a tree, one of the few trees still standing on the back part of our property. We lost approximately 30 trees came down, including all five of our pear trees, uh, which were nice producers every year. Uh, 
repairs. Our house itself is going to have to have the roof replaced. One of our favorite trees, which is right out front of our house, is a great big pine, and the top of it was torn off and dumped into the roof, went through the roof above my home office in the house. And that has caused the ceiling to cave in. And uh, so we don't have power restored back to that part of the house yet. We do have power finally restored to the other parts of the house. But the house is, is still deemed unlivable. So right now we're we're staying in a, a motel in Canton. And uh, while they try to rebuild for us, the uh, like I said, the entire roof's going to have to be replaced. The biggest problem we have is we have no water because we had a well on the property which supplied our water, but the power for the well was in the garage. That was where the uh, the breaker box was for the well, and that can't be restored until the garage is restored. So we don't have any water except for what I can generate with my emergency generator for a couple hours a day. We are alive, obviously, uninjured, which was amazing. Our safe room proved to be truly a safe room, and our house basically survived. The houses on property behind us were totally wiped out. There's nothing left but foundations. There were on one of the road, the road leading out of our property uh, goes to a farm road 2909 in Canton, and there was a, a big structure there called Sides Pea Farm that had been there since 1957. It was pretty much a landmark here. It was destroyed. There were six trailer homes behind it. They were all destroyed. The swath of destruction of this thing was unbelievable. And to show you how powerful the storm was, when we were actually trapped in our house uh, at that point because we had so many trees come down across our driveway and across the road uh, that our driveway led to, that we couldn't get out of our house, basically, or off the property. Uh, the next morning, we had neighbors who had damage of their own. Everybody got damaged. But they showed up with the fire department with chainsaws, because my chainsaw was probably in the next county somewhere. But the cha- they showed up with chainsaws, and they cut a path for us so we could get off of the property. Now, when they were cutting that, I looked at one of these trees. It was a 3,000-pound live oak tree that had been pulled out of the ground by the roots. The roots were were still there, still visible. It wasn't one of my trees. It wasn't one of my neighbor's trees. Everybody stood there looking at that thing, like, where did this tree come from? We have no idea. But that's the power of the storm. It dumped a, took a 3,000-pound tree and basically threw it onto our property where it dug itself in. And we can stand now on the front of our house, on the front of our house, and we can look out and we can see State Highway 64, which is three miles away. And it used to be totally obscured by beautiful piney woods that we would look at every day and enjoy, and we, we couldn't see the highway. Now we can see the highway. 
this was the path of that tornado. The piney woods is totally knocked down. Houses are knocked down. It's just incredible. And we're, you know, we're struggling to recover, but we're going to make it. And uh, out of all of the houses in our area, approximately, I would say, 25 or 30, we are one of only five houses still standing. And that in and of itself is a miracle. So right now we're staying in a motel, and uh, uh, this morning we got into our last remaining car and found out that apparently there had been some water damage to it under the hood that we didn't know about. So uh, we had a corroded battery, and now we have to have that replaced. But we're standing up and going forward. And I'm writing an article for my blog, and I want you to read it when I get it done, because it's important. I wrote an article recently, and I talked about the tornado, but I'm going to talk about some. I'm talking about something else in this article, and it's at www.michaelconnelly.com, because I talk about the real America, and that's the America I live in. Because what happened after that storm was remarkable. You know, I mentioned our neighbors and, and a lot of who had been hit themselves. And firemen coming in to cut us out, cut a road for us or a pass for us to get out of our house. Almost immediately on the same day, this is the day after the storm, we had people from fire departments in other small towns in Van Zandt County and in other counties in Texas showing up at our door, bringing us bottled water, because we had no water at all at that point, bringing us food. We were told that the we were, we were in the house for two days before we could get into a, a motel when they decided that uh, we had to be moved out of that house at that point. People were showing up every day, offering us food, hot food, offering us water. Uh, people showing up with chainsaws to help clear the property. Within 48 hours, there was a group that showed up called the uh, Minuteman Disaster Response Team. They're out of McKinney, Texas, which is a suburb of Dallas. And this is all they do. They're affiliated with the church over there, and they showed up as volunteers, and they brought in the heavy equipment. And I had neighbors or a friend of mine refer somebody from uh, Maybank, Texas, he showed up with his heavy equipment and his family, and within 48 hours, they had cleared the front of our property. Now, we're talking about dozens of huge trees that were down, debris all over the place, a lot of debris, a lot of stuff we found on our property. We, have, again, have no idea where it came from because it wasn't from our house. It wasn't from neighboring houses, at least that we know of. But they showed up, and within 48 hours, they had the front of our house cleared. Now, we're still waiting on some more volunteers to come in because they've got other places to work on. So ours is our back part of our property is severely damaged, but that's not a top priority for us as long as there are other people out there hurting worse than we are. But this Minuteman disaster response team, if you go on the internet, find them, donate to them, 
I mean, this this group was just incredible. But the most incredible part of all of this was that the churches were all serving hot food. There was a group of coming that came in with truck food trucks called Mercy Chef. Not sure where they were from, but they set up two or three locations. There were location there are locations still all over Canton and all over the county. Uh, churches, the fairgrounds, fairgrounds in, in Canton, Texas, where you can go and you can pick up supplies. We can get water. We can get food. We can get canned food. We can get clothing if you need it. These people are here to help, and people continue to come out to our property because we're out there almost every day trying to, to clean up and get the, for example, well, there's so much damage to our uh, garage and everything that was in it. We're trying to save what we can and get everything out of there so eventually that garage can be rebuilt. But let's take our first break now, and then I'll tell you some more. Whether cruising the Strip at a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. 45 years of experience is behind the most trusted name in auto transportation. Passport Transport, the first and finest today. That's why Passport Transport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers, concours, museums, tours, and collectors, and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. Affordable health insurance was the promise of Obamacare, but for many, the government mandate caused more problems than it solved. This is Dr. Elena George from Medicine on Call, and I want to tell you about a truly affordable alternative allowed under Obamacare, Liberty HealthShare. Liberty HealthShare bypasses doctor and hospital panels, giving you the freedom to choose, and with a maximum of $500 out-of-pocket per person and 100% coverage up to $1 million per year per occurrence, you can rest assured knowing you and your family are protected. Coverage starts as low as $107 per month and also includes dental, vision, pharmacy, and holistic care. Liberty HealthShare puts you back in charge of your health. Visit them online at libertyoncall.org. Again, for a true affordable alternative to Obamacare, visit libertyoncall.org or call toll-free 1-800-714-6993 today. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. The state of Texas really rallied behind us here in Canton, in Grand Land County. Uh, we had and still have uh, police officers patrolling the area to keep the looting down. Although, I have to say that, you know, this is East Texas. If you want to really engage in a dangerous occupation, come in here and try to loot. And there have been some. But the chances are, if you're looting on my property or my neighbor's property, Somebody's going to see you and shoot you. Simple as that. But we had police coming in from all over the state. Uh, there were some that were staying at the same motel where we are from College Station, Texas, which is where Texas A&M is located. And they're about four hours away from us. And we had uh, 
fire departments coming in. We had electrical companies coming in. All of the power in our area was totally destroyed. In fact, the, virtually the entire city of Canton was out of power for a couple of days. All of the transformers, all of the poles, all of the lines were down in our area. So many utility crews came in to work on this that within 72 hours they had all the lines back up, they had all the transformers back up, and they were generating power to most of the homes in the area. And ours is one of them. Now we still don't have power to our well, like I said, because that, that's another matter entirely. But the article I'm writing, I talk about living in the real America because that's what I am. And that's who these people are. Nobody that came to our assistance asked about my political affiliations. Nobody asked who I voted for in the last election. All kinds of religious groups, churches were here. We ate dinner for lunch and dinner for about six days because it was the only hot food we could get, basically, at the United Methodist Church here in Canton. The Baptist Church is doing laundry for people. All of the churches were opening themselves up as shelters for those who were homeless. We had the Seventh-day Adventist. We had the Baptist. We had the United Methodist. We had the Catholic Church. We had the Mormons. We had Church of Christ, all operating in this area. Nobody ever asked me what religion I was before offering me help. I'm sorry, it's been a tough couple of weeks. But this was a real America. This is not the American of the Hollywood elite. Nobody showed up from Hollywood. There had been no fundraisers. Nobody donated any money as far as I'm concerned. Because to those people out there in Hollywood, we are the unwashed masses. We live in a red state. We live out in the country. We drive pickup trucks. We are not part of the elite on the, the east or west coast. We are, just like I said, the unwashed masses, undeserving of their help. Black Lives Matter didn't show up. It, in fact, when we... Uh, announcement was made recently that there was going to be no charges against police officers who had shot the black man about a year ago that, that led to three police officers being killed in an ambush and led to all kinds of riots, mostly conducted by people outside of the city of Baton Rouge. And then Baton Rouge was hit shortly thereafter by massive flooding. And I heard all this from my daughter who lives in Baton Rouge. If you recall, Donald Trump was running for president. He was, he showed up, Hillary Clinton didn't. He showed up with a plane load, a private jet that he hired, filled with supplies at his expense. He showed up and delivered that. The people in Baton Rouge and the surrounding areas formed what they called the Cajun Navy. And they went out in the height of the storms and they rescued people who were about to be drowned in their own homes. So then when the announcement was made a couple of weeks ago that there were going to be no charges, 
federal charges against these police officers, Black Lives Matter came roaring into town to start trouble. The local black leaders, particularly the ministers, told them outright, get out of our city. Don't come in here attacking our police officers. Those police officers were saving us regardless of our race. They were wading through water. They were going risking their own lives to save us during the floods. There was nobody from Black Lives Matter here, either before or after the, or during the floods or after the floods. They told them to get lost. And that's what we're looking at here in East Texas. We're looking at a situation where no money came from the Clinton Foundation. No Hollywood elites came in here. We haven't seen Hillary Clinton. We haven't seen Barack Obama. But we're doing just fine. We're surviving. We're people who are real Americans. We take care of each other. If we don't like what's going on in Washington, we go out and vote. We don't go out in the streets and riot. We don't set anything on fire. We don't go crying to our safe rooms, our safe rooms on campuses. And the fact of the matter is, is that our safe room turned out to be a, a true safe room because it probably saved our lives and probably saved our, our house, too, the fact that we opened the windows. That's the America that we have to look at. That's the American people that we need to be proud of. The first responders, our soldiers in the field, still fighting a war against terrorism. And what we have now in a lot of the United States is total chaos. And it's total chaos being caused by liberal media, and by the way, the federal government uh, did not show up in Canton. FEMA is not here. It turns out that there is some artificially set number, amount of damages that has to occur before FEMA will come in and help. I've heard it's $36 million. I suspect there's much more damage here than that, based on the number of houses I have personally seen that have been totally destroyed. But FEMA says, nah, we're not going to help you guys. So we have no help from the federal government, which for most people is fine. We're taking care of each other. The state of Texas is helping us out. The county, as poor as it is, is helping us out. But it's interesting that, you know, the federal government has this, they don't base it on who's hurting or how many people are hurting or how many people are homeless or how many people are injured. They base their calculations on a figure that they pull out of the air and said, okay, your county did not suffer enough damage for us to come in and provide any help. Well, that's the way the game is played in Washington. And that's the way the game continues to be played. And I personally am getting fed up with all the 
attacks on Donald Trump, the false news stories, the things that are going on that are really should be of no consequence. And then this latest flap about Donald Trump supposedly giving top secret information to the Russians, to Russian diplomats in a meeting, which, by the way, was reported by the Washington Post that cited unnamed sources, both current government officials and government officials that are still in the government. That's all the Washington Post and New York Times and CNN ever do, is they cite unnamed sources. The people who were at that meeting, General McMaster's, H.R. McMaster's, who I have a very high regard for, he says that nothing inappropriate happened, that the Washington Post story is totally false. The other people who were at the meeting have said the same thing. Yet the Democrats in Congress are running with this. Even some Republicans have fallen for it. The national news media is going nuts over it. But there's no story there. Who are these people that supposedly told the Washington Post what happened in that meeting when they weren't there? Former government officials, how would they know what went on in a closed-door meeting in the White House? Is CNN or somebody in the Democratic Party wiretapping the White House? Somebody's leaking something. And what they're leaking apparently is not even true. But it doesn't matter to the Washington Post. It doesn't matter to the New York Times. What matters to them is trying to bring down not just Donald Trump, but to bring down the United States of America. Now, let me tell you what the real law is. And I have top-secret security clearance. I was a military intelligence officer. I know what it means to have that clearance. I know what it means to have privy, be privy to top secret information. There's only one person in the country who can declassify something on their own and share that information, and that is the President of the United States. So even if what the media is saying is true, even if Donald Trump did give the Russians top secret information, it's not illegal. It's not a scandal. But it didn't happen. And I've seen no evidence that it happened. Yet, you have Democrats in Congress calling for his impeachment. <laughs> you have the national news media totally hysterical. And, but you have the people that were at the meeting saying, what's all this about? None of this happened. The information, by the way, think about this. What was the information that was supposedly top secret that Trump has said revealed? He supposedly told the Russians that ISIS was hatching plans to try to put explosives on laptop computers, carrying them on airplanes, and then detonate them, bringing down the planes. That's what they're claiming. The news media is claiming Trump turned over that information that it supposedly come from Israeli intelligence <laughs> and compromised that intelligence and compromised the Israelis. The Israelis aren't saying that. 
But think about it. I was reading that information in the newspapers and hearing that on the news weeks ago, that airlines, in some cases, were banning laptop computers from being brought on board the planes because of the possibility they contained explosives. So this was not top secret. This was already out in the public. Let's take our second break now. Understanding health insurance is becoming more challenging. If you currently have insurance, you've probably noticed that it costs more to see your doctor. And if you're able to keep your doctor, it takes longer to get an appointment. The bad news is this trend is projected to continue. Your costs will likely continue to rise, while your health care choice and access will continue to fall. The good news is Peachtree ENT Center has the answer to this problem. We believe in taking care of the whole patient because healing is more than writing a prescription. We are committed to working with you, and we specialize in providing affordable care for patients without insurance, those who are underinsured, and those with high deductibles or catastrophic coverage, and we offer same-day appointments. You no longer have to choose between staying healthy and paying bills because Peachtree ENT Center is where patient care counts. This is Lawyer Liz. Join me each week as we discuss drones, the Internet of Things, and all the technology in between. It's Buzz Off with Lawyer Liz, Wednesdays at 2. Your auto love and investment demands the best, and for 45 years, Passport Transport has been meeting those demands. From manufacturers to the one-car collectors and all other facets of the auto industry and antique auto hobby. The first and the finest with unequaled service and peace of mind. Passport Transport, your auto transportation company. Contact PassportTransport.com with your need today. Passport Transport. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. So essentially what we're looking at here is a false narrative created by the national news media to try to bring down Donald Trump, one of many false narratives I've created. And I, I, you know, I, I'm at the point where I haven't watched networks like CNN or ABC, NBC, CBS for years as far as their news is concerned. I don't even want to turn on my computer and go to MSN, my homepage, because all of, it's all full of news that I know is false. And they continue to do this. Let me tell you about a study that was done recently by the Media Research Center, which is an organization that uh, I look at as being very prestigious and very honest in their analysis of what's going on with the news media. They did a 24-hour study of CNN. And during the 24-hour study, 13 hours and 27 minutes of broadcast time was devoted to stories about Donald Trump. That's over half of that 24-hour period. 13 hours and 27 minutes. And guess what? And this should come as no surprise to you because it doesn't come as a surprise to me. That 92% of that over 13 hours worth of coverage was negative. They can find absolutely nothing good to say about Donald Trump. 
Now, Donald Trump has a problem shooting from the hip. I kind of find it refreshing. But the fact of the matter is that look what Donald Trump has done. Since he's been president of the United States, illegal immigration to this country across our southern border has fallen by 70%. Sorry about that. We had a little interference here for something. But as I, I said, I'm sitting here in a hotel doing a show. And uh, with 70% illegal immigration has fallen by 70%. The Trump administration has declared war on gangs, particularly MS-13, a violent gang made up mostly of illegals from El Salvador and Honduras who wantonly commit murders simply for the fun of it. These are the people that Trump is trying to stop from entering this country. And he's being successful at it. The wall hadn't even been built yet. The wall hadn't even started yet for all intents and purposes. Yet illegal immigration has already stopped by 70%. I don't know if you know it or not, but in Texas recently, the state legislature adopted laws punishing sanctuary cities. Sanctuary city or county in the state of Texas, if it refuses to obey federal laws, refuses to cooperate with federal authorities, can be fined up to $25,000 a day, and officials of these cities, whether they be police chiefs or sheriffs, or mayors who refuse to allow the federal government, ICE, to operate in their cities, they can be charged with crimes and imprisoned. So Texas has come down hard on sanctuary cities. But you have Jerry Brown in California, good old Moonbeam Brown. I mean, here's a state where... They have serious trouble in the state of California. Taxes are extremely high. Businesses are leaving the state in droves. The state has continuous budget shortfalls. And what is Jerry Brown pushing for? To raise taxes yet again so that more money can be put into legal defense funds, hiring attorneys to defend illegal immigrants illegal aliens and not just illegal aliens who have violated our laws by being here crossing our borders illegally but also those who have committed crimes while they've been here protecting criminals protecting rapists protecting murderers using the taxpayers money in the state of California to do this This is what we've got out there in California. And you just recently, if you heard on the news, and of course it really wasn't covered by any of the mainstream media because this doesn't fit their political narrative, but you had a six-year-old boy and his family severely injured 
by a drunk driver who then fled the scene after hitting them. They were on their family was on his way back from a day trip to Disney Disneyland. This guy had been deported fifteen times. He had managed to come back across the border because he was coming into California, Sanctuary State. And he was hiding out in San Francisco or Los Angeles or some other sanctuary city where he felt safe. And an American family has paid the price. This is the type of thing that we have going on. And this is something Donald Trump is trying to fight. Something else that Donald Trump has done is he is strengthening our military. He has also put the world on notice that we're not passives anymore. That we're not going to sit back passively and let things happen. Like chemical weapons being used by Assad in Syria against his own people. It hardly looks like we're being good buddies with the Russians. Because Assad is, a, is their protege. And Trump fired 50 cruise, had 50 cruise missiles fired at him at an airbase in Syria. Trump is bringing jobs back to this country. The unemployment rate has fallen. The number of people requesting benefits for being unemployed has dropped to its lowest level in 15 years. And this is just a couple of Trumps, a couple of months of Trump administration. Now, most of you who listen to the show know that Trump was not my first choice for president. I couldn't endorse anybody for president because of my status at that point as the executive director of the United States Justice Foundation. But I, you know, it made it pretty clear that while I was not endorsing anybody, Trump was not my first choice. Once he was nominated, I supported him. I certainly wanted to go support Hillary Clinton. At least I voted for him. I couldn't again come out and publicly support him. But I voted for him. And millions of Americans voted for him. And the leftists in this country cannot handle that. They cannot handle the fact that we were not, we of the great unwashed masses, were not able or not willing to listen to what they were telling us. They were telling us that you're too stupid to know what's good for you. That you people out there in East Texas, you people out there in Missouri and Oklahoma and Alabama and Florida and Arizona, and Iowa, Wisconsin, you're too stupid to know what's good for you. You have to let us, you have to let Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama and Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi decide how we should we can spend our money, how we can live our lives, how we can run our businesses, because we're too dumb to do that on our own. And that's what we were told. 
and the American people said, nah, we're not as dumb as you think. We stepped forward, and Donald Trump was elected. And now the media, left-wing media, which is, is not news anymore. These are not news organizations. These are propaganda organs. These are, are groups of reporters who I think went through the Joseph Goebbels School of Journalism. He was, of course, the Nazi propaganda minister for Adolf Hitler. And he fed nothing but lies to the German people. And that's what we're being fed. And the latest thing to come out is the so-called memo by James Comey, who, by the way, I haven't liked at all for a long time. I never trusted the guy. I didn't think he was a very good FBI director. And after he came out and basically exonerated Hillary Clinton for committing crimes, obvious crimes, obvious breaches of national security, far surpassing anything that Donald Trump is supposed to have done or alleged to have done. But Comey did not recommend prosecution. And, of course, Loretta Lynch had already made a deal with Bill Clinton in a meeting to get Bill Clinton or get Loretta Lynch to see that his wife was not prosecuted which, by the way, was a, a federal crime. But Comey comes out and exonerates her, and then seems to sort of back down on that, and then exonerates her again. And then he's an FBI director, and Trump is keeping him on as FBI director. And he makes some other missteps, as far as I'm concerned, and Trump fires him. Well, now supposedly there's a memo but nobody has actually seen a copy of this memo. Nobody knows exactly what is in this memo. Somebody in the FBI, supposedly, and if it's true, they have violated federal law by doing this. Somebody got a hold of a memo by James Comey and read part of it to the New York Times, to a reporter. The reporter hadn't seen the whole memo doesn't know all of the all of what's in that memo, supposedly. But that doesn't matter. This is the New York Times. You know, their motto is supposedly all the news that's fit to print. Well, their real motto is all the news that fits. In other words, if it fits our narrative, our political agenda, then we will print it. If it doesn't, we will shelve it, ignore it. In the case of like Hillary Clinton, we'll defend her to the death. Let's take our final break. Whether cruising the strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. 45 years of experience is behind the most trusted name in auto transportation. Passport Transport, the first and finest today. That's why Passport Transport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers, concours, museums, 
tours and collectors and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. Hello, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Have you ever wondered what doctors talk about amongst themselves? If you do, join us on the Doctor's Lounge and hear the doctor's conversations amongst themselves. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. You know, you got all this, this stuff going on about uh, the Russians and so-called Russian involvement. And then you get this memo where supposedly uh, James Comey says that Donald Trump asked him to back off of the investigation of General Flynn. And we don't know if that's true, but you have members of Congress and members of the news media calling for him, Trump, to be impeached. And under the Constitution of the United States, impeachment is a last resort. And impeachment can basically be done because a president has been found to have committed high crimes or misdemeanors. If, in fact, the President of the United States, Donald Trump, asked James Comey to back off of an investigation of General Flynn because he thought Flynn was a nice guy, that was probably inappropriate, but it was not a crime. It in no way becomes a high crime or a misdemeanor. If the President of the United States did, in fact, reveal top-secret information to Russian diplomats, in which all evidence points to it not even being top-secret information, if he even revealed it at all, but what he claimed to have revealed was something that was fairly well known already among the public. But it certainly would not become a high crime or misdemeanor because the President of the United States, as President, has the full authority to declassify anything that has been classified by any other part of the U.S. government. He can do that any time that he wants to. But you have to think about this. We had Democrats the night after Trump was elected calling for his impeachment. This was three months before he even took office. How do you impeach somebody that's not even been sworn in yet? Obviously, you don't. But, hey, logic and reason and following the law and being up front with the American people, that is not something that the liberal news media or the Democrats stand for. They stand for lying, they stand for cheating, they stand for stealing, they stand for rioting, they stand for threatening. That's what they're all about. It's time we follow the Constitution of the United States. Now, on my blog, which again you can access at www.michaelconnelly.tv.com, I wrote several years ago, some articles of impeachment of Barack Obama. And I put in a number of reasons why he should be impeached. 
because he was doing things that were causing damage to the security of the United States. Talk about providing information to the enemy. Talk about giving aid and comfort to the enemy, which is the basic grounds for treason stated in the Constitution of the United States. Barack Obama was doing all of this, and I pointed it out. How many times did Barack Obama leak information, intelligence information, that was damaging to this country in order to try to serve his own political purposes and to serve his own ego? How many times did that happen? Numerous occasions. I mean, we have a doctor in Pakistan in jail because he helped us find and kill bin Laden. He did this in secret because he knew he would be prosecuted for it. And how did the Pakistanis find out who he was? Barack Obama told them. He revealed that. And then when the man was arrested, he did nothing, absolutely nothing to try to help him. He provided information about where we were going to attack ISIS, about when we were going to attack. He put out all kinds of information there that endangered our troops. He put them under rules of engagement that were dangerous to them. <laughs> Excuse me. He caused a lot of deaths among American soldiers. Those are high crimes and misdemeanors. Asking the director of the FBI if this occurred, again, there's no proof out there, definitive proof that it has occurred, but asking the FBI to reconsider the investigation of someone is not a violation of the Constitution, is not grounds for impeachment. We had plenty of reason to impeach. Barack Obama. We had numerous reasons to impeach Hillary Clinton. How much classified information did she put out to our enemies over the course of her term as Secretary of State? It appears to be almost unlimited because everybody in the world had access to her private server and to her emails. And she was putting in there intelligence information. Information that possibly may have led to the killing of our ambassador and three other Americans in Benghazi. This was ignored for the most part by the mainstream news media or downplayed. They defended Hillary Clinton to the death when they could not believe that she actually lost her race for president. I mean, after all, she was the anointed one. And again, they blame us, the unwashed masses. We were too stupid to realize that Hillary Clinton was the anointed one. She was destined to be president. She was a Clinton. We were supposed to just kowtow and bow down and vote for her because, number one, she was a woman. Number two, she was Clinton. Number three, she was a liberal Democrat. Those were the only criteria we were supposed to live by. <laughs> Excuse me.
evening, uh, working on my property every day, trying to restore stuff. It's put me in the midst of allergy season big time. But I'm going to be writing about more and more things in my blog about this sort of thing, about the Constitution, because that's what this show is all about, and that's what my blog is all about. And I'm going to be, as soon as we recover from the effects of this tornado, and I'm still continuing to, to work as much as I can, but as soon as we recover, uh, I'll be doing a lot more things, and I'm going to be starting some new projects, and I'll be informing you about that on this show. And I'll be keeping up with with it on my blog. And you can, if you want to subscribe to the blog, just go to my site at www.michaelconnolly.jigsy.com. You'll find my email address there. Send me an email and tell me that you want me to notify you whenever I post a new article on the blog. And that's, that's the only thing you'll receive from me. I don't do forwards. I don't, I'm not going to send you a lot of junk mail, email, but I will notify you. And also on my blog, by the way, you can see my books. And uh, uh, needless to say, my income has taken a bit of a hit recently. And so if you're interested in reading some of my books, you can buy them through me and get autographed copies if you so desire. They're actually on sale on my my sites at this point and you can pay through PayPal and just click on any one of my books or my booklet and you can find out how to order them. Well, and you can also go to, if you want paperback copies of my novels, in particular one, um, also my story about my dad unit during World War II, Mortarman, which continues to be very, very popular. And you can go order copies of it as paperback virtually anywhere, any website, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Walmart, you name it. If you want a notebook, if you want an e-book of any of my books, uh, Amazon has decided, uh, apparently I'm too too radical for them to put my patriotic novel like a rag down. Uh, they, they've had it as an e-book. They had all of mine. And then the rags started getting so much fire from the left and uh, so much praise from other people that Amazon decided they, that they really didn't want me to have that many sales. So they eliminated all of my books as e-books. Barnes & Noble, on the other hand, has them all as e-books, and at least the, the major ones, the, you know, the Mortarman, Amelia, Story of America, and The Rag. So you can, and if you want a copy of the booklet, Our Constitution, you can order copies through me by going to my website or going to my uh, corporate website, the Constitutional Law Alliance, www.constitution.jigsy.com or if you want that as an ebook, you can get that on Amazon and you can uh, through Kindle you can also get it through Barnes & Noble and Barnes & Noble is, is my preference uh, for, for bordering that one because we make more money off of that and that means there's more money we can roll over and order more copies of the book for distribution to school children which a lot of groups are doing so, anyway, it's been uh, a tough couple of weeks, and I apologize for not being with you, but I'm sure you understand that uh, I've had a lot of other things going on in our lives recently, but we're still standing, and we're still alive, and we still have a, we're going to have a roof over our heads, and we 
have learned a lot in the last few weeks about what it really means to be an American. And the people in Hollywood don't know this. The people at Harvard University don't know this. I don't think many of the people in Washington know this. But there is a real America out there. There is a vibrant group of people who care for each other, who will fight for each other, who will protect each other. And the left better learn that we are getting fed up with their nonsense. Look forward to talking to you again next week. Thank you for listening in. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening.